Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. Good morning. I bet you guys can guess what the moon is in today. It is in Virgo. It entered this morning. You know how I know? I woke up wanting to clean and organize my house. It never fails. The only time I want to clean and organize my house is once a month when the moon is in Virgo. Let me know if you guys feel that way or all of a sudden you want to get some sort of environment or something in your daily environment organized, restructured, or maybe just cleaned up. There is just this need to like want to succeed when the moon is in Virgo and we find that we want to succeed, but we need to start with just organizing everything. It kind of happens that way. And we're experiencing that through Wednesday and then the moon moves into Libra and then it moves into Scorpio. Okay, this week is... uh, a nice break from the last few weeks. I think since the end of April, it has definitely been some hot and heavy astrology transits, and we're finally taking a little a little break. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about Saturn retrograde and just about the planet Saturn itself so we can get a better understanding of what to expect by understanding Saturn. On Friday, we have Mercury trine Pluto, and then on Saturday, we had Venus conjunct Uranus. So we're going to talk about those two things. Again, this week is a little bit more of a relaxed week, so we can take a deep breath. Everything should be moving smoothly in the astrology world. I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen 1C. You definitely want to follow me on TikTok. Um, I post daily astrology videos on there throughout the week after I do these episodes on Mondays. You know, things come to me as I'm driving, I'm in between clients, and I'll just, I'm always thinking astrology. So something will come to me and I'll drop another video or something added to these transits I talk about on here. Sometimes I post them on Instagram and Facebook, but for the majority, most of them are always on TikTok. So Cosmic Colleen, 1C. Thank you guys for your continued support. Again, the best way you can support the show is by sending it to a friend, uh, putting on your social media, just really just putting it out there, talking about it, and that helps me the best it can right now. So before we get started, I also want to talk about some Mercury retrograde stories. So Mercury moved direct last week. I don't know about you, but first of all, the traffic was horrendous as... as um, Saturn was slowing down to turn retrograde, so it's moving slower than it already was, and Mercury retrograde was moving direct. And for days, it was like everywhere I went was traffic, roadblocks, you know, accidents, all of this stuff happening. It was like our daily transits for definitely Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were crazy traffic-wise. So we made it through that. I don't know if you guys experienced that. I know for me is bad. And that was actually one of the TikTok videos I talked about and did. So last week, there were some funny uh, things that happened to be Mercury retrograde. I think I talked about it being exes. I, I unfortunately, fortunately, never had any exes this time reach out to me. Sometimes it's fun when that happens. I don't usually respond because if you're my ex, you're in my past, you know, and you stay there. But um Nothing like that happened. However, I had a few things that did happen. So I had a client in the salon come back who I had done once five years ago, who was probably one of the most problematic and wild clients I've ever had, like just just out there. She came in once. It was a horrible experience. 
And then she came back again during Mercury Retrograde. It was just as pretty much not as bad. I kind of kicked her out before I let it get that bad. But um, I want to share that because Venus, right, moved into Taurus. Mercury was in Taurus. Taurus is definitely one of the signs of beauty, love, whatever. So I realized that this client was in my book, and I was like, oh, shit. This is this client from five years ago. And five years ago, it was like a crazy experience where I cut her hair like she had a short bob. I only, she had been doing her own highlights, her own haircut for 25 years. So hairstylist, you know what that means. And she was an artist. And I only took a tiny, tiny, tiny bit off this haircut. And the next day she called in and she was like, oh, my God, this is the worst haircut of my life. I don't know what to do. All this stuff. Mind you, when she was in there, she was a little bit problematic as well. This was five years ago. No idea who she was. She was like a new client, everything. She came back in and I'm looking at her hair and I remember her sitting there. She's like, well, you did this. And I was like, I actually didn't do that. I didn't touch the back at all. She's like, no, 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 you touched the back. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, how does this woman not see? You know, like I should have taken it before and after because her hair is no different. I remember feeling like a little bit like I was being gaslighted. And I was like, this is this is nuts. Do you know what I mean? And then. She, you know, she said something about the color. I don't know. And I sat there and she's like, but I want you to recut it. And I'm like, wait, but you didn't want me to cut it in the first place. And I no, recut it. So she sat there and I purposely, again, if hairstyles are listening to this, you know what we do. I purposely didn't really take anything off. I made it look like I was, re- and I'm so confused because I'm sitting here just telling me she hates her haircuts too short, but wants me to cut it more again. So I was like, there's this super disconnect right here happening with this woman and whatever. So she leaves and she was referred to someone, by, like a regular client who was a good client of mine. She was referred by that. And then she goes to her car. This is after she came back in. This is five years ago, remember, and I'll tell you what happened this time. And she called the salon again crying and was like, oh, my God, I can't. I hate it, but I hate it. I can't believe it. And, I'm, and I remember telling the receptionist at the time, like, I didn't touch it. I was like, I purposely, when she came back in, after she yelled at me for doing that, I was like, I didn't. And she wanted me to recut it. I didn't touch anything. So I know now that she's just fully BSing me. And then she called back again crying. I was like, please tell her. Please tell her. Don't tell so-and-so that I did. Please, because she'll hate me. You know this. And I was said. Uh, I'm never doing that woman again. I'm sure there was more dramatic stuff to it. And I said, I'm never touching that woman's hair again. Five years go by, never hear from her, see from her. Last Wednesday, all of a sudden, I realized she's in my book. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. So, because I remember her name. I remember, I think she walks in. She just says flamboyant. And um, I, you know, when I say crazy, I just mean, I guess, eccentric. But a little borderline crazy. And talking and I'm like okay she's kind of fun she definitely has a fun baby this is better she's like oh I just love the cut I love the cut and then she goes and proceeds to tell me how a year ago someone cut it and they cut it wrong the exact wrong way that I had cut her hair or whatever that she told me so I made sure that she knew right away you're not in for a blow dry I don't have time to blow dry I'm fully booked I can't do anything else but your color okay okay And then, you know, I made sure three times because she's someone who doesn't quite hear things, if you know what I mean, understand things. And when she was back at the shampoo bowl, she, I said to her, so I just want to let you know that I can't shampoo your hair. And she's like, what do you mean you can't shampoo my hair? I'm like, I I mean, not shampoo, I'm sorry. I can't blow dry your hair. And she was like, what do you mean you can't blow dry my hair? And I was like, well, I explained to you, like, you have to book that extra and I have no time and you didn't book that. Well, I wanted it. I said, okay, but that's why I actually had told you at the very beginning of your appointment, you know, you're not in for it and I will not be able to do it. 
She's like, well, I just don't understand. And I'm like, okay, here we go. This is sort of like the gaslighting that happened five years ago started. So she gets shampooed, all this stuff. She sits down and right away, okay, she's been a blonde for like 30 years. So blonde, you know that when your hair is wet, it looks much darker than it actually is. And so she sits down right in the chair and she's like, this is dark. This is really, really dark. This is way too dark that I'm used to. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just wasn't dealing with her anymore, okay? I already knew what I was getting into. I looked at her. I said, you have been blonde for 25 years. Please stop. I said, you know when you sit in this chair that when your hair is wet, it is always a little bit darker. And then when it dries, it pops out. And then she said, well, okay, I still can't believe you can't blow dry my hair. And I said, okay, well, I told you about it before. And I was like, but you're welcome to blow dry your own hair. She's like, okay. Then she said, um, are those disinfected, those hairbrushes? And I was like, yeah, I do it, you know, at the end of the week. Mind you, these hairbrushes are only used on freshly clean hair. As soon as you guys get shampooed freshly clean hair and like once a week I go through and do all that. And she's like, no, I want it every time. I want those I want those disinfected every time. And I thought, sorry about my alarm, guys. I set like a thousand alarms in the morning. I said, okay, well, that's just not going to happen. I said, that's not happening. She's like, well, I'll just go home and blow dry it. I said, you know what? Great. Go, good for you. Good for you. See ya. See ya. Goodbye. Not dealing with you. She left. I said, the receptionist, no more. Make a note. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. I'm not going that with this woman because there are certain types of people and you can understand especially when you've been doing hair for a long time, that you'll just never win with, that you will never win with. And it, it was a revision, and this time I wasn't going there with her. I was like, I'm not answering any more calls if she calls again, and I'm not doing her hair. Right there, that was just the beginning. She would have gone the rest of the time had I let her, and I cut her off. I said, I'm not doing it. So I thought that was a funny Mercury retrograde story I kind of wanted to share with you guys. I ran into two people... I haven't seen in years from meetings this week, too, as that ended. So if you guys have any fun um, revisiting Mercury retrograde stories, I definitely want to hear them. Send me a message. And if you want, you know, if you have something that you're open with, let me know. And I would love to share it on here. If you guys ever have any astrology stories, you know, feel free to write me and say, hey, I think this is interesting. You can definitely talk about it on your podcast if you want to. So that was my Mercury retrograde story. Now let's talk about Saturn retrograde. As we know, I talked about it last week, Saturn retrograde turned retrograde on June 4th and it stays retrograde and moved direct on October 23rd. I did a video that actually kind of went viral on TikTok about this and someone responded. It's interesting because astrology is all of our perceptions, right? And I study ancient astrology. It's a little bit different than some of the newer people. They study more modern astrology, but someone was like, because I believe that, and so does my teacher, and so does a lot of people in Hellenistic astrology, when the malefic planets, Mars and Saturn, go retrograde, they tend to bring better things. It's usually a little bit easier, reprieve, you know, when Saturn is retrograde, and someone was like, I've never heard something so wrong about Saturn. I said, well, that's funny. The good thing about this all is that it's just all perception of what we believe. And in my experience, in my own chart, as well as my clients' charts and what I've been studying, is Saturn retrograde tends to actually not be so bad. It brings rewards. Now, no matter what, Saturn is godfather of our karma. So part of our karma and getting good karma on our side is learning our lessons, gaining wisdom through our hardships, gaining wisdom over time, gaining family wisdom, changing out family karma, that is Saturn's job. 
So yes, the general nature of Saturn retrograde is going to be very overall positive, bringing rewards, but there's still, if you have not mastered your lesson that you're here to learn, if you have not grown, if you have not grown through wisdom and added wisdom to your life, you can better believe that you're still going to have Saturn's hardships this time. Because that is what it's supposed to do. Look back last year, because this was retrograding last year in Aquarius as well. What showed up for you? I know for me, and I talked about last week, is actually I had been working straight through for two years, not moving, even the podcast, my hair, astrology. And it was like all of a sudden, and it was in my workhouse, it retrograded. And I got to enjoy. I just relaxed last year and I went on a bunch of vacations and all this stuff that, you know, a lot of rewards for my hard work, you know, that had been put in that never happened. And I just and I relax. So I'm, you know, I'm similar if there might be some more of that this year for me, which it seems like it's lining up that way. So, again, this is going to be overall good. And you'll know more if you know more about your birth chart and how it's playing out. However, if you aren't learning your lessons, you aren't mastering the wisdom from these lessons it is going to repeat itself. That's the number one thing we have to understand, that it will repeat itself. Saturn will keep bringing the lessons over and over again until you have mastered it, until you have learned it. And so that can sometimes be very hard. I know for me, I've had a lot in relationships, a lot of these lessons where I'd be repeating the same thing over and over again and couldn't understand that why am I getting these same results? And then I really had to, to grow and learn in the wisdom. Hold on for one second. My other son joined me. Hi, Remington. I, can you go upstairs and get on your iPad? Because this is really important. I'm on an episode. Please. 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 See, Abram will sit there last week. Please go upstairs for me. I'm in the middle of the episode. Thank you, baby. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So that's. I want to talk about... Hello. Say hello. Can you go upstairs and get on your iPad for a second? Because this is really important. I'm almost done, Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Remy. And you'll get a reward. Karma will be good on your side, Remington, for going upstairs and listening to mommy. Thank you, because I'm almost done. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Saturn really Let's talk about Saturn really quick. Um, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> so uh, I try to get up early and he it's like clockwork. He knows, you know, I'm down here and he's up. So Last year, last week it was Abram. This week it was Remington. I'm trying to do these on the morning. Some nights I'm just so tired. Um, let's talk about things Saturn rules. So one of my favorite books that I suggest everyone gets is the it's the classical Seven Planets, the Source Text of Meaning. So these are um, Hellenistic astrologers from hundreds of years ago and their philosophy on the planets, and I love it. And they really break it down. So I love it's so broken down. Um, uh, it's different versions in their notes that they wrote about Saturn. And so here are some things that Saturn ruled that we know about. Saturn rules extreme stages of wealth, meaning it rules like family wealth and it rules very um, hierarchy, traditional wealth, if that makes sort of sense, and the fluctuations of wealth, like great wealth coming in as well as losing great wealth. You're going to look at Saturn when you get um, some sort of money from relatives that pass away, you know, sort of passed down generational wealth. Wisdom that comes with age, hardships, anxiety, sorrow, old things. It rules fathers, grandfathers, karma, right? We have so many restrictions. There's so many things. And I thought that there were some, there's also some funny things that people write in here. Um, 
back in the day, you know, hundreds of years ago, there was a reason they wrote some things. But here we go. When someone wrote, who was the guy? Body Snatchers. Was it William Lilly? He's one of the people on here. I think he wrote on here, it means, it means um, body snatchers. That was fine. And well, when ill-dignified, which means it's not in a good place, it's in Leo or it's somewhere it's not happy, um, then he is envious, jealous, and mistrustful, sordid, outwardly, um, sluggish, suspicious, stubborn, a closed liar, malicious, never contented. So there's different things that it says about here, but I wanted to read. Hold on, where did I put? The, I just had something I wanted to read to you guys. Okay, so this is... But this is general notes on Saturn that they have all wrote together. Time. Many of the meanings come from Saturn's being on the border of eternity and time. Hence, Saturn is associated with the passage of time. This has other related themes. Old age, which is the effect of time in an age where you are very aware of time. In turn, Saturn is also associated with the elders, the aged, and with previous generations. The wisdom of old age, when you have the perspective on cycles that come from time passage, decaying, falling apart as part of the passage of time, thus also corruption, decay, disease. Saturn seems to be especially related to diseases that are cold or dry things up or diseases that are likely rotting or decay. So a skin disease like leprosy would be would be Saturn Saturn. Saturnine, sorry, Saturnine there. So hopefully no one out there has leprosy. Saturn is thus also related to death, the inevitable consequence of life in time. Saturn is tradition, that which is passed down in time. Saturn relates to suffering, the effect of time, decay, delay on people. Saturn and suffering can relate to moral law, and then you get suffering well or enduring suffering for others. This meaning also comes from being a border planet between time and timeless. Saturn is associated with containers like bodies, the skin of the body, the structure, the bones, and the teeth. Um, borders delineate and separates us. So Saturn is aloneness, isolation, being confined in a border structure. Part of life in time includes fragmentation into separate entities, we are no longer simply part of oneness. We are separate beings. Saturn relates to habit, which is a structure that is built from repeated action over time, an action like a groove that has its own momentum. In Aristotle, the virtues are described as habits we need to build by repeated actions. So Saturn can also be disciplined, creating good habits. Saturn can also be... It, long-standing bad habits and their consequences. So right there, if that kind of breaks down Saturn a little bit more, and we'll talk about it as Saturn retrograde continues, is the essence of good and bad to break that down. So Saturn brings the darkness. However, it brings the light. If you work hard, you master your lessons, you understand. So that's what I mean when I say that this retrograde, again, Saturn oftentimes is bringing the death, the decay, the isolation, the hardships over time. And when it turns retrograde about once a year, it lightens things up. And if during that time we master the lessons and gain the wisdom we're meant to gain, good things will come. Rewards will come. 
However, if we haven't, and it can be tricky because I know for me, there's times I really actually thought I mastered a lesson. I really understood a lesson. And I'm like, damn, why is this coming back to me again? Why is it coming back? And then through that experience, I realized, oh, no, no, no. I was very far off. I did not master that lesson at all. And I needed it again. So if you have some harder things come up this retrograde, then you're entering a level that Saturn wants you to keep working through that you have actually not mastered yet and you need to gain more wisdom with. And that can be hard to accept, very hard to accept. However, it is what it is. So good stuff are coming. It's going to be an easier time. However, if old patterns come up again or old issues come up again, you need to gain some more wisdom through it. So figure out how you can go through it while gaining wisdom. So that's a little bit of our our Saturn daddy talk. I want to talk about, because the end of the week we have Mercury trying Pluto. We'll probably start feeling that Thursday into the weekend. And this is really good because Mercury is coming off a retrograde. It's trining Pluto in Capricorn. That's pretty strong. This happened a couple weeks ago, if you guys remember. Um, But that one was a little bit harder. With this, I feel like we're going to have... Being able to, when I when I see Mercury trying Pluto, right, there's almost an ending to something with Pluto or an upheaval in ourselves that create an ending. So there can be an ending um, with our own bullshit. There can be, because of communication, there can be a verbal ending. And this one, I think, is going to be particularly powerful or able to have the strength to end something. So we just came off a of Mercury retrograde, and usually there's awareness with Mercury retrograde. Awareness in ourselves, a message, awareness about someone else that is no longer working for us, no longer serving us, no longer something positive that we need in our life. During this time, we might have had some awareness or really already took into account some revisions that we needed to make with our life, our mind, whatever it is. So this energy this weekend might make it easier for you to really end or cut ties whether that's with a person, and you need to say, hey, you know, I know we had our go around, go around, go around, but I honestly don't have it in me anymore, anymore, so sayonara, good luck, you know, and it's going to feel powerful to to end that. Or you're going to finally see, or you saw this time, like a bunch of shit that you do that you don't like, whether with the way you communicate or your mindset, something you don't like, and this weekend, you might finally be ready to end it. You might finally get the time to be like, okay, you know, no more of me acting out in a certain way. I'm done. It doesn't feel good. I'm done doing it. So I'm going to take the necessary steps to fully end it. So this transit, again, is going to feel a lot of like powerful, power with our words, power with our mind, and power with able to take action with those two things and action in a positive way. This is also going to be a good time if you really need to show up to a conversation with a lot of power with someone, this is going to be on your side. So if you need to have a a conversation with a boss, an employee, another parent, a school, something like that, this is the time where you're like, yeah, I'm getting all my cliff notes and I'm going to stand there and I know that I'm going to win whatever this is because I'm, I'm bringing a lot of power to my words. That's kind of this transit a little bit. This also can make us feel a little bit, it can somewhat try and again deliver, so it's more positive deliver, but it can definitely um, bring up some shadows. But very, if it brings up shadows in ourselves or others, we like immediately or promptly end it or figure out how to get out of that. 
Um, so again, if there's any, you know, and this is a great time too, that we embrace our own darkness. We all have darkness. We have light and dark in us and we cannot forget that. And this is the time that we embrace our own darkness. And also word reversals because and deep forgiveness and healing around mis- misspoken words. We have Saturn retrograding right now and Pluto in, in Saturn's sign is Capricorn, Capricorn Aquarius. Pluto's in Capricorn trining um, Mercury and Taurus. So I think that there's going to be some deep forgiveness and healing, again, around misspoken words. Maybe words you said or someone said to you. Venus conjunct Uranus on Saturday. Our kids can be a little hyper and chaotic, you know, in their behavior. <laughs> Again, anytime Venus and Uranus are talking, there's a little bit of kid craziness. So don't be surprised if they're a little bit more chaotic, hyper, a um, little bit more wild, say some off the walker things or really come out of nowhere with something. Sudden fights in our relationships that end up creating a powerful breakthrough. That is important. Sometimes in relationships, we need, we can hold things back and we don't know necessarily how to say things. And it's almost like we need to have a a fight to then move to the next level of communication or move beyond something, something to create a big block. You know, there's a block between something and sometimes you need that big fight to break through. So I feel like if these sudden relationship fights come up, this can also be related to friendships. It will actually create a very positive, powerful breakthrough afterwards. This can be the same said with, um, with your style as well as your fashion. You might all of a sudden like want to change your hair take on a full new radical style you might wake up one day and be like I hate all my clothes I'm going out and getting all new summer clothes brand new things again you know Uranus brings sort of shocking out of the blue discoveries or um, issues or chaos usually it brings something that can bring on all of a sudden a lot of responsibilities when it's conjunct that is a more positive, um, it can be a more positive thing because sometimes you need that power, you need that breakthrough. That's why I said sudden fights that lead to really powerful breakthroughs in relationships. However, it works both ways when something's conjunct. It's better than opposite. However, when they're conjunct, they tend to work better, but that means it's like a melting pot of energies. So, you know, there is the good, but then there also can be the harder bad stuff that's melted into this conjunction, if that makes sense. But again, there's going to be a lot of powerful, there might even be a little bit of, um, what's the word I'm looking, overindulgence with this. Uh, in Taurus, there might be a sun and romance as well. You know, you meet someone, you go fishing in a group fishing, and you all of a sudden meet someone out of nowhere, and it just like takes off and is wonderful. With Saturn retrograde and Uranus, they're both in a still, you know, a three degree square. And we've been in the square with it since 2021. One exact 2021, three different times, and one exact at the beginning of this year. And a few times we're still within that three degree of Saturn Uranus. So we've really still have been in there. So there could be with Saturn and Uranus, it's like the old ways matched up against the new ways and they're going against each other, creating friction. So there could be a little bit of that in, um, in your joy, pleasure, kids, family, um, siblings, relationships, all those Venus world things. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, I guess, next week. Um, this is a long episode, getting into the episode. 
So thank you guys again. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Thank you for supporting this podcast, always showing me love. I love you guys so much. Uh, I hope you have a fabulous week. And remember, it's going to be an easier week. So this is a good week to have some revisions and really look at how you want to play out your life and play out the rest of the year. I love you all. Thank you and have a beautiful week.